It's Catnip and Coffee Time with Cat Brad. Get at least eight hours of beauty sleep. Nine if you're ugly. And Misaki. Grab your coffee and get into the zone because Cat Brat's about to help you crush the work and life chaos through gamification, technology, mindfulness, and new discoveries. Catnip and Coffee Time starts now. Good morning, everybody. It is Cat Brat with Catnip and Coffee Time. So glad that you can join me today. It is a beautiful morning here in the state of Florida, and I have my coffee right here with me. I hope everybody is having a great week. And I certainly hope that you have had the chance to get out and do some, I don't know, walking or jogging or just sightseeing maybe even some window shopping, whatever it is. I hope you have been able to get out and about this week. Uh, I cannot believe it is already a Friday and uh, we're reaching the end of the month, which means this month we get to choose a winner for our uh, catnip and coffee time um, Starbucks card. So if you are a regular uh, subscriber to our, um, to our newsletter, or if you are following me on Instagram or Facebook, or if you're, you know, subscribe to the newsletter and follow me on all the other social medias as well, you have more of a chance to be this month's winner. So I'm going to um, reveal the winner here at the end of the show, which is only about 20, 30 minutes, give or take. Uh, So if you are the winner and you're listening, please be sure to email me at catbrattv at gmail.com. All right. So today we are going to talk about totally useless stuff people have spent money on. Now, most of us are probably struggling in this day and age, especially with the cost of gas, right? I mean, really, a tiny car can cost about $80 a week just to get that filled, um, especially if you're going to and from work, which is why remote work is so important these days so that you don't have to worry about the traffic. You don't have to worry about um, the gas prices, the car insurance, the, you know, payment of a car, and of course, all the um, getting up maybe an hour or 30 minutes even to make it to work and then get home. So um, here's to you if you are an entrepreneur or if you are in that remote work space, that's great, right? Not all of us have that opportunity. However, It really kind of, I was, this week I was kind of going through some of my emails and, you know, I, I do subscribe to some, some great, uh, creative ideas and some things that have been going on, um, in the entertainment industry, as well as, you know, the, the comic industry and so forth. Um, and I saw something that just blew me away as far as, um, 
what people spend their money on. Um, you know, like, uh, for instance, the type of makeup that somebody might spend their money on, too. I, you know, we all try to, to be as frugal as possible in this economy. And here are some other people who are just going out of their way to spend money like it is nothing. I have to laugh when I hear celebrities talk about we're all in the same boat. We're in this together, blah, blah, blah. While they're sipping $100,000 champagnes from their large acre, uh, you know, back I guess their court, their, their tennis courts or their basketball courts or their bathtubs even. Right. And I have to laugh about that because no, we are not in this the same exact way, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to get into why, why are these people spending this money and, and why is it so useless that they're spending the money? I guess if I had, I don't know if I had millions of millions of dollars. Um, I might consider certain things, you know, like a, uh, you know, shirt or like a, a dress or maybe a place going out to eat or, um, you know, just splurging on certain things. And it's okay to do that every now and then. But when I see them do this all the time, I think to myself, wow, that chair that you have sitting in that uh, multi-billion dollar mansion of yours that never gets used and just, you know, sits there for decor, that chair could feed a country, right? You're thinking about things like that. Not that I'm saying that all celebrities don't donate their time or donate what they can and resources, but there's definitely a lot that, uh, that they don't need. And one of those comes with um, the ability to use their money on something as <laughs> dumb as a handbag. Uh, I love handbags. Don't get me wrong. I am a huge handbag fanatic. Fanatic. I love backpacks. I love tote bags. I love, um, you know, little purses. And uh, I love the decor of them. Ask anyone in my family. I see a handbag section at the store and I'm right there. I just, I love them. I think they're very, very cute. However, I do have limitations, right? Um, and I think I would continue to keep those limitations even if I were wealthy as well. Because some of these are are, you know, they're, they cost an arm and a leg and your first child's blood and everything else. And yet they, they aren't really that convenient. Right. So, um, if you are into handbags, you probably already know this collectible handbags. Now, if you've never heard of this company before, and I might get it wrong because I, I don't have that accent type to it, but it's Hermes, one of the most famous fashion accessory um, brands out of Paris, right? So uh, they are partnered with like uh, jewelers like Pierce Hardy and Kelly Rose gold bags and, and, and so forth. I, I know you probably never even heard of these and I haven't really either until, you know, I started looking into handbags, but only 12 were made and featured, um, uh, 1,160 diamonds and 
they were made of these solid rose gold diamonds. Like the bag is valued at like $2 million, right? It's insane. A bag that you carry around you put your stuff in. Okay, maybe you wouldn't. I guess if you're a collector, right, it would just sit on their shelf. Um, I can understand that, I guess. I wouldn't want to bring that out. $2 million for this bag. And then uh, another bag by Hermes was worth $1.4 million, designed by um, a Japanese designer, uh, Tenza Tanaka, I believe. Um, the Hermes... Uh, bag was made of like platinum and featured like thousands of diamonds um, and like an eight carat removable diamond. I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that I wouldn't spend money on that. Um, and I guess if you're a collectible collector, you probably would. It would be a collection, right? I guess. But um, I'd be afraid to have that in my house. And I certainly wouldn't bring that out in the public uh, or carry that around just to show it off. Collectible handbags. Do you believe that? $2 million for those things. Absolutely insane. Oh boy. I don't know. But that, you know, when you're talking collectibles, of course, um, you talk about different things that are, are collecting and that's why they are collectibles, right? They're, they're limited edition. They, there's only so many made in the world, but, um, I just, I don't know. I'm not a materialistic person, I guess, because so I, I, I can't understand that bit. Uh, but I am a comic fanatic. And I know the worth of comics out there can be amazing. And I have seen people, um, you know, I go to a lot of comic cons and a lot of conventions, comic conventions and um, cosplay conventions, anime, manga, video game conventions. I'm always there. So I understand that portion I guess because it's because uh, I can't understand the handbag portion is because I'm not into it. But comic book collections can cost just as much as handbag collections. I mean, I was just blown away with the cost of some of these collectibles, like these these comic book collectibles, right? Classic comics can be a fun and passionate hobby. I understand that many comic book collectors focus on like a character that they can relate to, they identify with, um, or a specific brand of a comic, obviously the popular Marvel or, or DC. So displaying your comic book collection is a great way to share that, I guess that passion, but how much, is too far when it comes to comic book collections and how much are you willing to spend if you were in that situation where you had money to spend would you do it on comic books on something so fragile as 
and I know I'm probably going to get some slack for this, but as a piece of paper that was printed with words and art, right? And I guess, you know, you can say that with everything like regular art, you know, collectibles of art or even collectibles of, you know, stamps, right? How much would you spend for, for that? Well, in 1938, a copy of Action Comics, and if you're a comic collect collector, you probably know this, or if you're a comic fanatic, right? The number one sold in 2014 was for 3.21 million dollars on eBay. No lie. Action Comics number one featured the first appearance of Superman in original cost only 10 cents. The original comic only cost 10 cents and it was bought for $3.21 million on eBay. <laughs> Why? I mean, if I had that comic that I bought for 10 cents, I suppose I would be jumping for joy right now and I wouldn't be streaming. <laughs> it is easily the highest amount paid for a comic book in the history of comic books. 2014, Action Comics, the number one comic sold for 3.24. One million dollars. Oh my goodness. And that's just that. That's the highest one so far. But in 1962, Marvel Comic released Amazing Fantasy number 15, right? And the last issue in the series featured the very first appearance of Spider-Man, right? The comic originally cost 12 cents. Oh, I'm sorry. Two more cents more than Action Comics number one. <laughs> and in 2011, the comic book collector paid $1.1 million for that episode, for that comic, right? Comics. You can make some serious money off that. But I do not collect. So I would not spend a million dollars on a comic. I I don't know. I just I it's insane. And I think about it, you know, and I think about like autographed copies of comics, right? Or autographed copies of books and like how people are like, "Oh my god, it's originally autographed." Ah! Right? And I think to myself, in a thousand years from now, or even if we get to that point where we're in Mars, right? We take we're now colonizing mars or even other planets you know thousands of years from now millions of years from now nobody's even gonna know who this is who these people are or what this is it it's i just i'm i guess you know you have to have that passion right you have to have that passion and that is what it's about a passion for collecting comic books, a passion for collecting handbags, right? And then a passion 
for coin collecting. Another totally useless thing that I think people spend their money on that I found, right? Coin collecting. Now, I I have, you know, I th there are coins that I obviously I I certain things that I collect. Like I used to be a huge Marilyn Monroe fanatic. Huge. Cards, I have her cards. I have some of her plates. I have some of her photographs. Um, you know, I used to collect them like crazy. I have some of her like um like these little coin things of Marilyn Monroe that I I, I love. Don't think they're worth much. I think they were just replicants. Um, which is fine. I'm, I'm not into all that, but I liked them. I collected them. To me, they didn't have to be original, but to some people they did or they do, right? But coin collecting in 1894, right? In San Francisco, this, you know, the San Francisco Mint Company produced only 24 Barber Dimes. It's named after its designer, right? One of the rarest coins to collect. And, of course, one of the rarest to even come up for sale, of course. Um, so how much did this go for? Well, the, the dime was not scheduled to be minted for that year, right? So there you go. There you have it. 1894. It wasn't scheduled to be for that year. And January... Uh, 2016, they auctioned this dime by Heritage, and it sold for $1,997,000. Pretty much $2 million, right? $2 million for a coin. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, money for money, right? Coin, money for money. Uh, I just, I, I, if you're a coin collector, is that worth it? Is it worth it? Would you have paid more if you, if you could have? I don't think I could have. <laughs> I just, I don't understand that. Ah! Right. So there you have a collection. Some of the highest collections in the world totally useless stuff to me that people spend money on. I, you know how many, how much gas I could be like, you know, putting money towards right now, or even that I, you know, even energy, like buying Teslas and stuff, right? Energy saving. I don't know. Even homes to me. I, I just, I can't wrap my head around homes, especially right now in this economy. Like it's, it's like, wow, the price of homes. It is a, uh, a seller's market. I just sold my home. I know this. <laughs> so I, I, you know, just a home. I don't, I don't like to spend that much money on a home as much as I, I think they're, they're great. I'm a traveler. So to me, home is where your heart is, where my family is, where, where I'm enjoying life. I, home doesn't have to be one specific place. In fact, in fact, I hate it. I absolutely hate spending money on a home. I would much rather spend money on a, a trailer and just travel. But then again, I have to deal with the gas after I travel. So, oh my gosh, I'm probably pay paying the same amount for a, you know, half a million dollar home just to buy, you know, a $500,000, um, you know, travel trailer with gas to get me around anywhere. Insane. So collectibles, 
Those are the top three with the most useless collectibles people spend money on, like millions of money. But let's go into personal things that people have spent money on, right? This one, I can't, I can't understand this one. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> no lie. Lady Gaga spent $50,000 on a ghost detector. I don't know what to say about that. I really don't know what to say about that. Lady Gaga has bodyguards and like, you know, all the gates and I don't know, security stuff all around her home and, you know, to protect her from unwanted attention. But apparently they aren't good enough. <laughs> so, so Lady Gaga claims that she sees ghosts in, in, in spirits. Now, I'm not going to get into that because I truly, I'm superstitious and I truly do believe in, um, you know, energy around us. Uh, and I, I do believe in ghosts and I do believe in the superstition. So, you know, paranormal, I understand that. I get you, Lady Gaga. I get you, girl. But if I'm going to spend $50,000 on a ghost detector, Lady Gaga, that stuff better work. I mean, I literally, I better be detecting these ghosts and that better work. And they better be making sure that when I have that ghost detector, what are you going to do, Lady Gaga, when you have found a ghost? When it detects it, your perfume is not going to scare it away. I don't understand. $50,000. There's nothing you can do about it if a ghost is in your house, Lady Gaga. And if it is following you around, maybe you should find out what it wants. Maybe you could bargain with it. You know? I mean, Dr. Strange bargained with Darmanu, right? So maybe you could bargain with the ghost for $50,000. Maybe you could pay the ghost to leave you alone. Who knows? Who knows? But Lady Gaga, I'll tell you what, that's a lot of money. You could just send that over to me. Right. Right. But Lady Gaga, Paris Hilton has you outdone because Paris Hilton paid $325,000 for a custom designer dog house. A mini dog house with designer furniture, heat, air conditioning, chandeliers, rugs, everything, television. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding, people. $325,000 for a doghouse, a custom doghouse with everything in it furnished and everything. That dog better be paying me rent or it better be doing some tricks or something, you know, to win me some money to help pay for that house. I, you know, my kids live with me and they pay rent. <laughs> Cheers.
I don't know. But Lady Gaga, Paris Hilton has you outdone. And Paris Hilton, I just have to say that does that doghouse come with a humidifier? Because Celine Dion's humidifier cost her $2 million. <laughs> Celine Dion, amazing voice, beautiful woman. I, I used to be a huge fan of her uh, back in the day because Titanic was one of my favorite movies. I'm telling you, that's for another story. 27 times I went to go see Titanic by myself. I loved it. No lie. That was in Hawaii when I, when I used to live in Hawaii. Right. Uh, but I can't, I Celine, I mean, you spend like $4 million a year on like your, your bodyguards and your yoga teacher and your Olympic trainer and everything. Right. So you felt the need, which she did when she was in Vegas, she needed to help her vocal cords while she was training. So she needed humidifier and she paid $2 million for a humidifier that I, I don't know. I could probably, I could have probably bought at CVS or something. I don't know. Maybe it, I have no idea what this humidifier does. It must've been like all around her house where she slept, everything else. I don't know. I just, maybe she should have put it in with the doghouse. Right. <laughs> but Nicholas Cage, we all know Nick Cage spends money all of us nicholas cage bought a two hundred and seventy six thousand dollar dinosaur skull but the only reason he bought this was so that he could outbid leonardo dicaprio i i <laughs> celebrity wars <laughs> Last but not least, everybody, I, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z, uh, bless their heart that they, they love their, their, their child this much, their, their daughter this much, right? But Beyonce and Jay-Z spent $80 million on a Barbie doll house for their daughter's first birthday. <laughs> you might as well just buy her house. <laughs> and then like, you know, say, hey, by the time you're five, you're out. We got you a house. You're good, you're good to go. Go use mama's good looks and her voice and dad's money too. I mean, between the two of them, make millions of dollars. I don't know. They just go make a career at five years old, honey. I absolutely insane. I'm just blown away with all this totally useless stuff people spend their money on. 
between collectibles and these celebrities. I do not understand how, how that could be real life while you're struggling right now to pay your gas or to pay, pay your employees or to buy, you know, get your next grocery uh, paycheck for your groceries, living paycheck to paycheck, spend it wisely. Really think about that because our next episode that we have is going to be talking about one of our next episodes next month, I should say it's almost June or July. Um, we'll be talking about, ways that you can save money or, or things that, um, you know, hurt us when we're out shopping or spending money. Um, and trust me, I am not, I'm frugal, but I, I, I'm not cheap. Right. So there's a difference and we'll get into that, but, uh, wow. Insane. And this show is not worth $30 million, but I'll tell you what, my smile is. So I hope you tune in again next week when we talk more about um, some really cool things. And I am going to announce before we leave who our winner is of the um, the coffee, uh, Starbucks coffee card. Thank you. Jackie Funk from Funky Studios. I love you, girl, for subscribing to my newsletter you have won a uh, a Starbucks coffee card. Have a coffee on me. Cat and the coffee. Join me again next week, Friday, 10 a.m. And I hope you subscribe to my newsletter as well as to all my social medias. You can leave a comment below or you can check me out on any of these over here. Like, you know, Caprat TV has all of my stuff. And then, of course, if you go over to Spotify, you can listen on podcast or in your car. And of course, if you move over here, you can go watch me on YouTube as well. But Spotify now also provides video. So you can watch that as well. Thanks for watching me, everybody. I am Cat Rat. Misaki is not with me today. I'm sorry, Misa. But I will catch you again next week. Cat Rat signing off. Cat Rat uh, and Misaki, I should say. She would get very mad if I didn't say her name cat nip and coffee time bye cough it up fur balls that's all the catnip we have for the day if your coffee's cold now that means we did our jobs and we were all the caffeine you needed now get to work this show has gone to the dogs that's it i'm out of this cartoon let me know how it goes